Wow, what a run in Seattle for foul territory. So first off, let's go with the All-Star game because there was some drama there in the ninth inning. And also, everyone's pick for World or for All-Star game MVP, Elias Diaz, comes through for the National League. Him. You had him. Mm-hmm. We, all, had him we all actually legit thought this was going to be the year that finally the National League comes through. They did. I just don't think they came through the way that most of us thought they would. They won. That's all that matters. Yep. They won the game. It was a great game. Quick. Not a lot of action, but if you like pitching, it was good. Everyone got to pitch. A uh, couple moves here and there. A couple, home, you know, nice homer by Elias Diaz. And the National League finally did it. I'm an American League guy, but they finally broke the streak. And if you look at them on paper, for me, the National League had a better team. That's not knocking the American League All-Stars. They might have just had bigger stars because a lot of the American League guys were hurt or not there, whatever it was, Judge, Strout. So, for me, the National League just looked better on paper, and they came through, and MVP Elias Diaz, baby. <laughs> yeah, Julio up in the ninth, too, which was cool ah, for Seattle fans. So cool. That is really that's really cool to be able to have that moment. Yeah, he walked, which two guys that didn't walk much, that's impressive in that moment. I'm swinging. I'm fouling that pitch off. I'm doing something. But it started with some drama. Two great plays on the fence. One great play. One, like, eh, kind of misread play on the fence. Cole kind of got out of it there. But I said before, I love to see guys that you don't think are going to win the MVP. Like, A.J. Pruszynski doesn't need another car. (laughs) Diaz. That's so cool. He was crying getting the trophy. He, he's been through so much. He was released by teams. And to be that forever, the All-Star Game MVP, that means I couldn't be more happy for him. For the record, he's not hoarding cars. No, no, I'm a car guy. No. No, not at all. But he could buy one on, on his own. Yes. I yeah, know. but I like free ones. You do we like all free do. ones. You do like free stuff. So beginning of the game was cool, too, when Seattle fans were all like, in unison, <laughs> calling for Shohei. That was really nicely pre-planned. I give them credit there. And then just learned this after the game, too. Dusty Baker told our guy Ken Rosenthal that Jordan Romano felt tightness in his lower back. Wait for it. On his final bullpen pitch. That's why I remember he was taken out mid-AB. And we're like, huh? Yeah. Romano enters the game, throws five pitches. Last one was that fly ball that got overturned, originally was called a home run. So did he tell them that he felt the tightness? He did not, clearly. So he felt it and he entered the game. Yes. He's you can't. like, I can get through an inning and did not tell him. <laughs> can now, I make... <laughs> yes. If you're a Blue Jays fan, full panic set in. Oh, if he's God. out, they're already chasing it. If he's out for a bit, Crouchy. I tried. I saw my guy John Schneider, first roommate ever in pro ball, throwing the home run derby to Vlad. Great moment. It was awesome. I made fun of him, taking pictures on the field, all that stuff, like you do for an old roommate. And I texted him. I said, "Wow, you're looking thin." He's like, "Stress, the stress of a big league manager." Well, Schneider, I don't think you're checking out our pod right now because. You are stressed. You are panicked. And Romano's entire break has now – his flight was going to go home probably. He's going to the six to get some treatment. I'm all about honesty and transparency. We do that every day on our show. But 
could I make the case that Romano should have been like, yeah, I felt the tightness on my last pitch, and no, then I came out. Think it was a big deal. You pitched through things so many, so many times. We just had John Smoltz on yesterday, and he was like, he said to the to the manager at the time, Lasorda, "Hey, I can get ready in seven pitches." How many times did John Smoltz really get ready in seven pitches? I think that him? is all he needed. That I'm not saying thing. he couldn't do it. I'm saying that's what he not normally would do. And I, you're always playing through things. So to me, as much as Blue Jay fans are pissed, I'm tipping my cat to Romano because he was out there. He wanted to try to pitch. Who knows? He might jog in. Huh. I'm wow. Fine. Adrenaline. I'm good. But this game doesn't mean anything. It's so cool. If- and obviously, I don't mean it like people are there. We love to watch it. But the Blue Jays season's more important. And if he's fine, he's fine. I want p- people to play. We complain about that. But if you do feel a tweak, hmm. no? How many I know you guys want to see feel? the guys he's not play. Do it. He's not, because you just don't want to let – you're putting someone else in a bad spot. You don't want to let other people down. But then he left the game anyway. Yeah. Well, well it didn't get better. It. He tried. So I give him credit. He tried. But okay. he couldn't make it through. And hopefully it's nothing bad. It's just, if he misses time, it's a controversy. Why? Not 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 an all-star. Oh, should we play the all-star no, game? No, it's not that kind of controversy. It's just people saying, no, if you feel fucked up, don't enter the game. I disagree. I He's a grown man. He's in that situation. He knows what he wants to do. You got to go enter the game. You think those five pitches that he threw made his back injury worse that he has? I have no idea. I doubt Do you think so? I don't think it did. I think it was already there. And so he's like, I can gut through this and get three outs and move to the next guy. And then after he gave up the foul home run, he's like, maybe I can't do this. So they brought in uh, Lorenzen, right, with his vans, cleats on, and he did his job. Mm-hmm. Back on FT Live, it is time for Charlotte's Web Player Access, sponsored by Recreate. And Alex Fast is like, I'm not a player. Yeah, but you break down pitching as well as anyone, dude. Good to see you in person from a distance. I'll high-five you after we get through this. But how you doing, dude? You enjoying everything? Yeah, man, it's been great. You know, it's so great to follow Tony Clark, right? You look at me and you think, yeah, that guy's real important, right? Alex Fast, we got to get him on right after Tony <laughs> Clark. You know, that's, that's the deal. I'm having a great time, man. It's been a super fun environment so far. I love that everything's in, in walking distance, which is great. And the atmosphere last night was unbelievable. I think we could, I don't know, I don't know your guys' opinion on it, but I think we can kind of agree that Adley might have stolen the show a little Adley bit. Adley or Julio? Adley. I mean, I, Julio, that's what like, I listen, said. he had the advantage, right? Home field guy, the Julio chants were absolutely electric. Hearing that kind of reaction to a player that is from a team that's 3,500 miles away was pretty impressive to me to see him switch sides like that and then knock out seven of eight home runs being in that atmosphere for that that was that was pretty impressive and i have to provide the disclaimer because i see all of his tweets your team gotta be but even if i remove the bias yes i am a baltimore orioles fan but even if i remove the bias if i think of like some of the best home run derby performances the past couple years that weren't necessarily winners vlad in cleveland when he went with that uh, that swing off against Jock, yep, right. Giancarlo Stanton down in Miami when he was going up against Judge. Even you remember who Judge beat in the first round in Miami? Who was the Miami? I think he was the Miami representative along with Stanton. Giancarlo. 
Boar. Yeah, yeah, the Borbino. Oh, we just saw that. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah. Boar was unbelievable. The Borbino was waffling boss. He had so much power, and it's just these first-round losses that we completely forget about because either bigger names or whatsoever. But Adley, I don't know, man. I also think new rule, switch sides, double the home runs. Make it count for two because that's unbelievable, man. Why not? We've been dancing around like all these different ideas for the Derby to make it even cooler to up it a notch now because we were shitting on it earlier where it's gotten into too much of a speed contest. We all agreed to an extent. And it's hard to follow. Yeah. And it's becoming so much of, my pitcher's got to get me another pitch right away. We've been beating that down pretty good today where we're like, the, the next step is to find a happy medium. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think there's, it's kind of multifaceted, right? One, you want to make sure that the players are staying healthy. I imagine there's so much adrenaline that's like happening in that moment. You want to make sure like, they're taking it a little bit easy too. From a narrative perspective, some of the feedback I saw from viewers is like, yeah, that's a little difficult to follow when I can't, e I'm still trying to track one home run and there's another ball in the air. There was a lot of funny comments on Reddit where it was like, if Chris Berman was still calling this derby, <laughs> he wouldn't have stopped saying back for like 15 minutes because there were just balls in the air forever. He was back, 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 back. <laughs> it was, it was, it was non, never ending, right? I agree, we talked about this. Yeah. Even being there, you couldn't keep up. And we were there, we were right behind home plate. And a ball would go up and then another ball would go up. And you're trying to look at the scoreboard, especially like in the tight ones, the ones that were close. Yeah. Well, how many does he have? And the Amsinger, the MC was like, he's got 20. Oh, now he's got 24. And you're like, wait, Whoa. how did he go from 20 to, and the scoreboard was like a slot machine. It was like, ching, ching, ching. Yeah. And you're like, geez, how do they keep up with how many balls actually go out of the park? And, and on TV, I can't even imagine what a nightmare, because even if you split the screen, you'd have to split it like three times. If they hit the high one, mm -hmm. then there'd be another one. And it was like, man, you'd have to have ball, you know, like ball one, ball two, ball three. It's yeah. like, it, it, there's got to be a better way to do it. We don't know what it is, but there's got to be a better way to, to. You might be able to find a happy medium where you do three minutes and 60 balls, right? So like you say, all right, you're going to get 60 no matter what, which is different from the 10 balls, 10 outs overall. So let's say you get 60, you're still going to be able to pace it. You're going to be able to pace your time out a little bit more. You're going to have plenty of opportunities, and it makes those last 10 balls really exciting because you can theoretically not have enough opportunities. That might be a good middle ground. But this problem event, is, though, that puts too much. The pitcher then becomes, like, so much bigger than what he is now. Because if yeah. you say, I mean, I like that idea, like, say, okay, you either get 50 swings or three minutes, yeah, whichever yeah. comes first. But then you get a pitcher out there that's going, ah, ah, and you know, they, they go Pete Alonzo on him, they can't throw a strike. <laughs> he was nasty. Aaron Myers, is, his name's been said so many times on yeah. this show. He was nasty. You love pitching. Yeah, of course. You I love think, pitching. I think Pitching Ninja even made an overlay of some of the consistency oh. of his pitches in the, in the derby. Tunneling. You should do an overlay on Julio Rodriguez's first round that because was... everyone was, like, in the same spot. You want to talk about good for the sport, I mean – you could feel those chants, right? When he was hitting 40, it's like, sure, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that, obviously, it's probably important to him. He wanted to win that derby. But I've never felt a stadium rally around a person like that, man. That was unbelievable to experience in person. We but, have, go ahead. No, Patsy. no, just the Adley thing. I, I, wanted to, I said the same thing. I said, take Julio and the hometown bias. I guess you have hometown bias, but who has done something like that? To me, what, Adley did last night was similar to what Josh Hamilton did in the yeah, sense that 100%. like holy cow do you see where he's hitting balls in Yankee Stadium and it just blew away the competition 
he didn't win, but he pushed like switch hitters. If you're a switch hitter now, you're like my son. He was switch hitting. He's 16. He's mm. like, that's so awesome. Right-handed and left-handed. Yeah. I mean, it, it was really when I truly try to remove the bias. Even coming in, Orioles fans were like, interesting choice. You got Anthony Santander. You might have been able to send a little more pop in the bat. Known for, I mean, even like I think Ryan O'Hearn has more home runs than him or something like that. Too many line drives. Yeah, yeah. So to see that power display was really impressive and, and really good for the sport. And to have him switch like that, I mean, again, just hearing the crowd react to that, see, that moment of recognition that everyone had of like, why are they moving the mound right now? Oh my, he's actually going to switch and do this. And I mean, even before Lefty, he was launching balls to right field. The last thing I want to say, and maybe we can embrace this. Someone brought this up yesterday. I thought it was a great point. What if they did a surprise player and it was just Ellie De La Cruz? Could you imagine if all of a sudden he just appears in the stadium last night and they've got one more contestant and he is like, I don't think anyone would have cared if they overrode the system and that man appeared. You, you would have, or you like that no, idea? No, no, no. I'm fine with him being in the home, home run, run derby. derby. 100%. I've said that from the get-go. I know. Scott is on we this whole thing, and he should be an all-star. He should start the all-star game. And he's wait, already wait. going to Cooperstown. Someone way <laughs> like, I mean, He's me. already got this whole <laughs> Ellie Dale wrote Cruz. about it and talked about it yesterday on our show? Who's way smarter than me? Who? Ken, me? Ken hypothesized Ken. about me. it. No. Oh, me. Ken's smarter than You're me. You're not smarter than Scott. Who wins an IQ test out of AJ, Ken, and me? What's the ranking? Ken's easy one. Third place. Your Ken, third? First. What kind of IQ? Baseball IQ? No, just general, just general IQ. IQ. Again. <laughs> I just, just can't believe you've had me on here this long and I haven't talked about pitchers. Like, this is the longest I've ever talked we about. We did, hitters. Aaron Myers. No, we we're getting to that. <laughs> we're getting to that, and there are <laughs> fan questions, and I'll say for everyone else well, in the well, live chat go, right now, we'll get some of them in. Let's get back to Ellie, because Scott loves Ellie. Sure. Okay, we've had this fight, right? Like, I'm all for it. Like, Bring him into the home run derby. Let him be a part of the festivities. But he hasn't earned an all-star spot yet, right? Sure. Fine. But have him here. I'm all for it. Like, let him experience because he's going to be here next year. But more than unless something crazy happens, he's going to be here. He's going to be the starting shortstop, third baseman, whatever. He's going to be on the team next year more than mm -hmm. likely. They should have so gotten him here, though. So I'm all for it. Yeah, they should have brought him here. Yeah, but to the derby, did you like my idea yesterday? So if you are a pre-arbitration player and you're making the league minimum – I'm giving you 250 you. grand to come over here, right? Because the dudes that are already making millions, okay. Sure. And maybe that gets more young dudes like him, but because he he said no. But can I offer you 250 grand for a player who really has made almost nothing so far? I think that might get him over here. Yeah, totally. I mean, you have to think about there's multifaceted things. There's what the league could theoretically want, what the players association could theoretically want, and what's good for the sport and growing the game overall, yes. right? And I think getting a guy like Ellie De La Cruz is a multifaceted win-win-win across all things. Yeah, doing that would mean he's getting paid for his time. He's getting exposure, right? That's one of the biggest things for him. I mean, getting those notifications about a guy stealing second, third, and home, like, that is, I can't even begin to describe how big that is, in my opinion, for the sport. I have people who do not watch this game who live in Ohio, and maybe they're just diehard OSU fans or diehard Bengals fans, who say, man, I, I heard about this dude. Should I start following the Reds again? I'm like, yeah, man, this is, this is the truth. Get into it. So any way that we can push that and make it worth their while, that's one of those rare multifaceted wins. I'm all about it. So yeah, Alex, Alex yeah. wanted smoke coming out of right field, and 
They're yes. like a wrestler, dude, like a Royal I, Rumble. The secret you of Royal Rumble entrance. Dude, I, no. wanted, I literally want a hollowed out mound that rises up like a reveal in MLB The Show with smoke and who is the mystery and player. And he's, he's spinning around in a circle. Just <laughs> what, like this is dude, spinning him. Pointing the bats and stuff. Like, I'm all about it. I think fans would absolutely love that. I That's agree. Like, Here, I would have loved the secret. That would have been awesome. I agree. Cool. I, I, I think it would be great. I think it would. Yeah, because every year people would be like, who's the mystery guy? Who's the secret? So you have like the top seed. So the top seed was Robert, right? Mm -hmm. And then it's not knock Adley because he was the eight seed. But what I'm saying is, sure. instead of having Adley announced right before the matchup, out comes Adley Rushman. Just and they're the, like, oh, shit. Just the blank, just the blank figure, just the blank um, silhouette of the player. And you're 100%. like, who could it be? You could build up on it. Make it their city connect reveal. Do it like that. Bam. It'd be better than half the team city connect. Well, and then the speculation, there'd be days of coverage of, Who's going to be the last dude that and and for this it would have been like it has to be Ellie right and then you don't know though doesn't hurt. and then I would even go one step further like AJ would troll like bring up like Mustakis comes up and you're like what <laughs> and then it's like nah I'm just playing it's Ellie it's Ryan O'Hearn let's go <laughs> <laughs> he's having a good year hey, I love it's him. Aaron Hicks I love yeah I love him. Ryan O'Hearn I love him. all right so before fan questions and some of those involve pitching obviously I just want to get a little more Orioles perspective from you so. Were you pissed off when they did next to nothing in the offseason? Now it's working for them now. And then layer two is, will you be pissed off if they don't gun it at the trade deadline and go for it as if they can win a World Series title this year? Because in my mind, they could if they add. But you have to add, in my mind, serious yeah. pitching, especially starting pitching, probably a seventh inning dude behind the big two boys. Your thoughts? In Elias, we trust. I'll say, right? Because last year <laughs> I was, I was, and you can check my receipts, I was okay dealing Mancini. I was okay dealing Jorge Lopez. And we got Yenier Cano from that and Cade Povich, who's been fantastic in the minors. So you have to understand that this organization is building something and they want to build it for the long term. And I am all about that. And I believe in that. I said I would reserve judgment on this past year's free agency by what they do in next year's free agency. I don't necessarily mind not going for a lot of the guys that ended up going because guys like Nathan Eovaldi had uh, picks assigned to them, and the Orioles still very, very clearly value those picks. But, right? dude, they should have gotten Eovaldi. Maybe. I mean, I, I think Eovaldi's having a fantastic year, but now he's dealing with these velocity issues, and we're still the second-best team in, or third-best team in baseball by record. So, sure, maybe we could have been the best, but right now we're not necessarily hurting, and we still have a top-two farm system in baseball. Next year's starting pitcher free agency market is unbelievable, right? I mean, you have Scherzer, you have Lucas Giolito, you have uh, Julio Urias, you Darvish signed that extension. Um, Stroman. You have Stroman. You have uh, plenty of other guys that I'm absolutely forgetting, right? I will Shohei. Shohei, don't necessarily. I still <laughs> think he's going to be a Dodger, but it's nice to dream. Wow. It's nice to dream. Shohei that, for Jackson Holiday. That's, that's, my, that's my. Do you do it? Do you, you do it right now? Is he stay with us forever? No, just for the year. No, not for a half-year rental. Wow. Not what if it wins you a World Series? If it wins me a World Series, I would give them my daughter. Uh, no. Wow. <laughs> no, if it gives if them it a wins World, you a World Series, it gives I love me a you, World Daddy. Series, yeah, 100 It's not even a question. 100 I already have my tattoo planned. I already have my tattoo planned for the World Series, okay? Yeah. If it gives me a World Series without question, flags fly forever, have fun in, in L.A., Thank you for Shohei Otani. But let's be realistic. That's not happening. Shohei Otani's probably not going to get dealt, right? He's probably right. actually. I don't yeah. think he would. 
I still don't think he would. I genuinely do Jackson not think. Jackson Holiday and Grayson Rodriguez. Artie Moreno doesn't know who they are. <laughs> and he makes all the decisions, many of the does. decisions. I know he does. But if he presents that to him, he's like, I, I think Artie says, nah, fuck that. I wonder if we see an underwhelming. Artie's not here. If we see an Alex. underwhelming acquisition from the O's, it, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. If Jordan Montgomery was healthy, I would have been like, that sounds like a prime Orioles candidate, right? Lucas Giolito would be very interesting because it's the final year of his contract. Obviously, they're probably not going to be super competitive down the stretch. Don't think they're going to get rid of Cease. They even said yesterday, of the guys available, they blocked some guys off. Giolito's available. He could theoretically end up there. There was four for the White Sox that were uh, Cease, Vaughn, Robert. Robert and one more. I don't think it was Jimenez, was it? No. Cease. Berger. No, 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 it wasn't Burger. Uh, power he loves Burger. And those pa his power output's been great. Yeah, that's so. it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I don't know. There was four I thought they came out yeah, and said there's four that are Luckily, G. Little wasn't one of them, so you got to figure he's on a different team. Stroman's on a different team. I wouldn't mind a move like that, but again, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, Aaron Nola is the last big free agent, right? Aaron Nola is the guy that, even though it's an off year because he seems to have this every other year curse to him, that guy needs to be in black and orange next year. Boom. I want him signed up for a long time in Baltimore. All right, last one. You're like Scott, though. It's easy to spend someone else's money. Yeah, yeah well, 100%. it's easy to spend someone else's money when you're the Orioles' ownership. You're owning a billions of dollars asset, and you don't spend he any money. He needs help. He needs help. To be he fair, I've given like eight thousand dollars help spending it. Right. You've given plenty. You have partial ownership. You should. Okay. So the questions, and, and we're tight on time because we're way past when we were supposed to be on, and we actually literally have to go to Emerald Queen Casino and do our watch along. Um, but uh, from New Country Songs, who's one of our diehards, which pitchers are outperforming their X numbers, your favorites to watch, you know, second half standouts. Give me your big picture yeah. pitching perspective heading we've into the second half. We've already seen some regression from some of the bigger guys that we kind of anticipated, right? Um, I, I want to give a, a shout out to George Kirby. I know he ended up on the, in the All-Star game, but the fact that he was not like a first ballot All-Star dude with the command that he showed was absolutely unbelievable to me. Um, so I think he deserves a huge shout out. This is a guy who was doing something very unique, not just in the command that he has. He is sub 10th percentile in called strike rate on four seamers, right? 99th percentile in called strike rate on sliders. Find me another pitcher who operates like that, right? Who is attacking with first or second pitch sliders and getting called strikes and saving his four-seamer for the end of at-bats to either elevate. Like, I just think the way that he pitches is a real pitcher's pitch kind of guy, and I absolutely love that. Um, you loved him before. First time you were on, you were talking all about George Kirby. Yeah. I have it. I have it in my notes. I remember writing it well, down. Well, he's an all-star, baby. He, he's yeah. an all-star. Check his receipts. Check my receipts. Tyler Wells, too, not another all-star. Mm. The ride on that four-seamer, right? He has the second highest release point behind Felix Batista. He's got an elite vertical approach angle. He just gets insane ride on that pitch. This isn't a guy who's just going to completely crumble. Doesn't get enough love. Not in the all-star game. Leads baseball in whip. That is very difficult to do in today's game, and he is not an all-star. The way that his four-seamer works is fantastic. I love the way it pairs off his other pitches. So for me, those are two guys I'm obsessed with at the moment. Well, Tyler has two teammates at the back end of the bullpen that embarrass everyone, and that's why they're there, and they're like, all right, we can't bring all these dudes. <laughs> that's but true. Hey, great to see you, Hold dude. Hold on, before we go, talk about the Orioles for a second. What do you think they do? Dude, that's we got to go to Vegas. Just I mean, real quick, to real quick. I got a comment <laughs> for him. I, I think they Basically make a quick the move thing. with some of their depth for a lower tier ace. Maybe I don't want to say Lucas Giolito is lower tier, but not a Max Scherzer. 
right? And then I think they go heavy on the free agent market next year. Okay, because you said we before. We are going to make these moves. Yes. We. Well, he's we, a rip yeah, off my shirt. Is, Orioles ownership or right here. Or something. No, no, but he. He's not playing for the Orioles, so it's saying we. Fans don't, aren't allowed to say we? We'll get into it another okay. time. Okay. Don't worry. We're on every day, folks. Uh, Alex, great to see you in person, Thanks dude. Me. Thanks for swinging by. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks. That's our uh, guest access presented by Charlotte's Web. And want to reiterate that you can win a trip to the 2023 World Series. Recreate wants to send you there. And thanks, thanks to Recreate for hooking us up with a bunch of swag and product as well. Um, follow hello underscore recreate on Instagram for more information. No purchase necessary. And July 31st must be 18 plus. For rules, visit charlottesweb.com slash World Series. Recreate is the official CBD of Major League Baseball. We are Giveaway City this week as well. So next up, we announced this yesterday. Um, I want to reiterate because we're announcing the winner in a couple days. It is time for Grilling It. Sponsored by Baseball Barbecue. So contestants need to reply to the tweet with a screenshot proving that you follow us on YouTube for a chance to win a Foul Territory Silver Slugger set that you can see. I'll make one of these guys grab it and display it. Also use code ALLSTAR to receive 20% off your order at Baseball Barbecue. The precision <laughs> artwork. I can only imagine, like, Kratz is probably... The best DIY dude out yes. of us. Like, if they throw what? If they who who wins in a wood shop? Who can make our FT logo the best? You think I mean, you if can I have beat the, him? If I have the proper tools, then you think you can do it better than Kratz? I mean, I mean, this is like a wood. Now. If we had a wood. <laughs> <laughs> ah! If this is a wood burning kit, yeah. you are not even spelling territory right. <laughs> so That's you right. do not win. Why? I mean, I'm not, not good at spelling. You didn't Vladimir Guerrero, Cuban-born, but I mean, close. <laughs> <laughs> Shots so, fired. So, ESPN didn't even know the home run derby was happening. They were looking. They were looking for dunks. They were looking for LeBron. They were like, "Is LeBron here? Yeah. He's an all-star." No, this is like legit. Like to be able to make this, you came to my house. The huge table I have in the basement. I made that with yep. my buddy. My buddy makes this stuff. Like woodworking stuff is unbelievable. I'm taking this thing home, and I got the one with the troughs in it. I'm going to slap a huge old steak on there and absolutely smack. Take so a I picture. have my dad. What's that? He does. He's a he likes woodworking. Oh, he. It is like, it's like a zen, like just a very awesome thing. Like when you, when you like sand some wood down and it's this smooth. Feel how smooth that is. Oh, I know. It's like, it's like a baby's bottom. It's like a baby's bottom. I don't think you put your face on a baby's bottom. We're but not giving away that exact one, just for anyone that just entered the contest and, and saw it rub against AJ's cheek. All right, well, let's do our one grilling it question. Wait, hold on. I wonder, what? my question is, how do they get the one brown line in there? Well, it's, it's dowels. They use dowels. See, woodworking term. No, no. They're not dowels. They're, it's just glued. This is walnut. Uh, it might not be walnut, but that's the color of walnut. And so they glue it all together. You see the pieces. No, I know. I, I get that. Or it's, so not, it's not just a stained stripe? No. Huh? That's, a, that's a glued in piece. That's craftsmanship. When you come to my house, you'll see it. I did it. So for the question, I was going to say second half what you're looking forward to, but I'm actually going to take a fan question from EZ. Which teams will be sellers at the deadline? Now, in past years, I might say, we're not going to give you every team because it'll take us forever. 
there aren't a ton of sellers yet. That might change in the next two to three weeks. But let's kick that around, or you can at least pick out a seller. But do you agree? Like, if we go division by division and you're looking for sellers, there aren't a ton at the moment. Not, not the, in the sense there should be of more. Like, not in the sense of seller, seller. I think his White Sox could revamp. I, I mean, they still might screw it up at some point, but <coughs> revamp, go from like a three-year rebuild to like a one-and-a-half-year rebuild if they get rid of some of the guys that they have right now. But other than that, A's aren't – the A's should sell. Well, who no, are they, they are sell? selling. Right. Who are yeah. they – there's are they not that sell? much to who sell. Who are the Royals <laughs> going to sell? They sold their main piece. I mean, maybe they, maybe they sell Lyles so that he can get a win. Who's the closer now? Marlowe? Um, no. Well, well Chapman Garrett was. was. They, they, well, they, they traded Chapman. When? Amir Garrett got DFA'd the other day. They sold Chapman. Yeah. Chapman okay, they the traded. Game. Barlow is a trade oh, Bar- candidate. Barlow's but wait, right. let's, right, let's, right, right. let's, I mean, there's some other teams that have more, more to sell. The, okay, so the, the Tigers are a lock, right? Mm-hmm. No, they, I mean, they have bullpen guys. Jason yeah, but how, Foley. How many games are they out by? Alex Lang. Tigers are out. Yeah. Like, uh, five or six, maybe more, but. I thought it was more than that. We'll, a lot we'll of the teams it. that you would expect to have pulled away by now haven't. Whether yes. it's like a Cardinals in the Central or whoever it may have been. So there's a lot of teams who are wondering whether they're still in it. So my answer to your question of what you're looking forward to would be like the playoff races because everything's going to be coming down to it. But the sellers, are the Cubs going to sell? Stroman, Bellinger? The Cubs are seven games out in the division now, so I think it's fair to say, say that yes. they should be selling. I say yes. Like, and they know. They're, Jed Hoyer's pretty realistic with stuff like that where he's like, no. We're, we're not making the playoffs. We're 42 and 47. White Sox, Giolito, yes. Lynn, who else? So, the problem is there's not the names out there that normally are out there because everyone's kind of so muddled up, and the teams that have good players are the ones that are trying to win. And so the, there's always you can always find a bullpen piece. There's not really – are there huge bats out there? I can't think of any. Like you just Anderson's said, though, not going to get you back what you – Anderson's would have gotten back in the year past, exactly. The but Strowman and Bellinger, like, those that, are two those, very yeah. legit names that can impact playoff races. Strowman, Strowman might be Moore. probably the number one trade piece right now almost. Strowman Besides Moore. if the Angels decide to do anything. But yep. I'd, right. love to see, I'd love to see Bellinger or Goldie go to the Phillies. I think those two, just because a team that could use Bellinger, I think would be better in the outfield, obviously. But – it's a first baseman. Phillies really don't have a first baseman that's um, stepped up. Hi, Bryce Harper calling, and I just said <laughs> the other day, I'm excited for the second half. I'm going to be a different Bryce in a different position. No? No. I think he still need. I think he needs to get his stick going. He, hey, he's almost hitting 300. He's three dingers. You throw him in a new position, I'm yeah, not I'd saying he's going to get hurt. Yeah. I'd just rather not. The issue is... They need to get they need to get uh, Schwarber out of the out of left field, and they're winning. They're they're going to be a team. They are really really playing well. It's just overshadowed in their own division. They were second best team in baseball, and the are Braves I think were two games up on them in that same stretch. Are the Mets sellers? Who? Who? Contracts. Scherzer. Scherzer. Maybe Verlander if you can Ooh. figure that out. I know he's got a ton of money left. Um, David Robertson, that's a good that back-end reliever. But uh, 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 there's, just, there's just so many ifs. Mark Hanna. 
Uh, Brooks Raley. But they're, not, but they're not like Carlos like, Carrasco. Who's, who's no, the these difference aren't maker superstars. in a trade? Who's the one guy that a team could say, we can go get Scherzer? Stroman. No, when Stroman's gone, then it comes down to Scherzer. Giolito. But are those Lynn. difference makers? Bieber. Makers. Everyone's a difference maker, Cleveland's dude. not going to trade Bieber if they're in it. Yeah, no, Cleveland's, went, Cleveland's up by a half game that's, in the division right now. But, for example, everyone's a difference maker. Jamer Candelario is actually having a really good year. He's going to help a team on offense. It, yeah. It's not always the, the top, top name that wins you the World Series, right? There, there's role players that are acquired by teams that are just missing one spot that make a huge difference. That happens every year. So you're saying who's the Jorge Soler of the Braves in – yeah. yeah, he was a monster for them in the playoffs. But so was the rest of Freddy the outfitters Rosario. that they picked. Everybody right. they picked was like, oh, I got my good bats sent to Atlanta, so now I'm going to start raking. Like Jock Peterson. Right. They revamped their outfield in one week. They, they acquired four outfielders. Yeah, they revamped their outfield in like a week. Yeah, they, they were like, let's like, just like, get everyone hit. and see who can hit with us. But that's what I'm saying is there's a ton of names that are going to be moved. I wasn't – yes, we're, we're talking about who's like the big, big name, but there's a ton of – trades that'll be made that you'll be like oh that's that's a serious depth ad right there or a dude that's their seven hole is much better now in the lineup so to me i don't think we know and this is more of like a team to team thing and that's why i love having the writers on the people who follow the teams brandon marsh came in and i was a phillies so i as soon as he got traded i was at that series i introduced myself to him and i started like like i was a scouting report trying to figure out what he what he does and I look at his swing and I'm like ugh like <laughs> his swing is very one it was one path all the time good Georgia hitter good high school Georgia hitter same swing path but he gets in with a hitting coach like Donnie Long and you go wow he's made complete changes all he could hit before was a hung breaking ball down and in and so that's where the teams really make their hay. They don't make their hay by trading for Otani, especially when you get rid of Jackson Holiday for Shohei Otani. Are you throwing that out into the world? I am throwing it world? out because I heard the rumor, and it is like an absolute – the person that told me it was almost crying. He's like, I hope they would never do that. How much of a rumor that is, I don't know what level rumors you have, like – I'm sure people talk. It could have just been a bunch of dudes that were drunk at the All Star game going, "Man, imagine if we would get." <laughs> well, wait, you're saying no. there's Orioles, Orioles have done that people. last year, not right. this year. This year's different. You're it's saying there's Orioles people time. that are that are talking about that. Or you're saying it's just like fans, and you're saying it's not a fan. There's somebody involved that would give up Jackson Holiday for a few months. Somebody of that was is able to talk about getting rid of Jackson Holiday more than like. A fan? Yeah. Yeah. One of the guys outside the, the building here. And I, it, you, you, can't, you can't think it. The dude is in double A, and they're talking about him being an impact on their team next year at a premium position. That'd be like saying, oh, we, you know, we would have gotten rid of Adley Rutschman. But could they win the World Series with Otani this year? I think so. Dean Kramer and Shohei Otani are your one-two going into it? Might need another starter. Yeah. I don't think the Orioles think so. You don't think they I, think they're good enough? I don't. I, I, that's why I don't think they that's do it. That's soft. It, it is, but it's also <laughs> the Orioles' way. So here would be my thing. Next year? <laughs> how do they How do they? Rebuilding themselves? for next year. They, how they, do they I don't know. Great way to keep your job. 
He's, he was talking about the White Sox, right? Oh, yeah. or Kip was talking about, oh, they can trade away these guys and then yeah. cut the rebuild. What? They're supposed to, they, they talk about we're in the window to win rings. That's what the GM said. Well, guess what? Now you're already, you, you win in one division and now you're like, oh, we're going to rebuild again? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You build up anticipation <laughs> for like six yeah. years. Yeah. And you're like, hey, guys, we made it's, the playoffs that one time. It's called grinding. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You got to grind for no, it's six years. You weren't on the show when we talked about this. GMs love the rebuild. I'm in a 12-year rebuild because <laughs> yeah, they can never it. get fired. I'm going to rebuild for 12 <laughs> it's years. It's coming. It's coming. They're coming in 12 yeah. years. Yeah. My players will be here. True, true story. Trust when I was the with process. the Pirates, they signed a 16-year-old kid from Mexico. And the GM at the time, I am completely blanking Neil on Huntington. Neil Huntington came out and goes, you know, a guy like this, He's an impact pitching arm. He was from Mexico. He goes, an impact young pitching arm from Mexico. Takes seven years to really impact. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that guy just legitimately said, I need seven years to see if all my things that I'm doing work out. <laughs> yep. Like, that is genius. Chess, yeah. not checkers right there. That is <laughs> Keep genius. The job that's, right not there. A, that's, like, that's like chess, and then you leave. You're like, I'll just come back <laughs> yeah. and play the game. Oh, Another year, I'll make another move. Like Imagine, like, five years later, and they're still terrible. And he's like, but I told you, that we're still at least yeah. two years yeah. away. Two years and now we let this other dude who's 16. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's going to be incredible when we'll he's 23. It, it was when they signed the Indian pitcher. Remember they signed the guy from India that was the pitcher? Rinku. The no, they signed both of them. Rinku and Dinesh. Yeah. Rinku and Dinesh were in spring training. I got sent down from big league camp, and I watched Rinku and Dinesh pitch. And they were still learning the game of baseball. So he's standing there. Rinku's on the mound. I'm pretty sure it was Rinku. He was on the mound. One was a righty, one was a lefty. Guy got, he walked a guy. Guy got on first base. And I heard I was by the first base coach. And the first base coach goes, hey, just go. So the kid just goes. Rinku picks, it, picks his leg up. They're like, go in. Puts it down like he was going to pitch. Turns <laughs> around. <laughs> throws it. Like, ah, uh, you can't, like, pretend you were pitching yeah. to the plate and then throw it a second. <laughs> that's and, awesome. And, but they were like, hey, the one guy goes, good job, Rinku. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a good adjustment. What? They said his first game, Rinku, his first bullpen, Rinku had the glove on because he never used a glove. He had the glove on, and they were teaching him to, like, do motions and everything like that. And they're like, okay, now just throw the pitch right over the plate. And he goes and does the motion, throws the glove off, <laughs> throws the pitch. Yard there sale every so pitch. There so many Rinku, great Rinku and Dinesh stories. I think he made it to, like, low A. But, yeah, you're right. The Pirates, they were scouring, scouring the, the globe. for. we got to have one day a scout, international scout for the Pirates from that time because they were bringing in young Korean players, young Taiwanese players that were – not the size of a player that would make it, and they were just it was it was incredible. The, the minor leagues during that time, we got to talk to Brock about it, he was just there trying to find lightning in a bottle. It was a jungle down there of just running from field to field. They build like a sprint tower. Oh. oh, well, I remember there was a famous photo with the massive tires. They're doing they're oh. doing like all these weird, fake, not even football drills, and then. That got Military shut down. Stuff. Military yeah. stuff. They would, they would go into the and players. And you're like, why are the Pirates doing this and they're the worst team in the league and no one else is? Like, exactly. maybe they should just be copying the other <laughs> spring trainings and not being like, guys, this is it. 
they were team. They were having team movies, mandatory team movies. No. In the cafeteria, they were having like military, like Navy SEAL training. In the middle of the night, they'd come through with the the horn and, <laughs> and they had to be out in the van in ten minutes, running on the beach, jumping, diving. I'm telling you, Brock. Brock would. Brock, would, he was living it. He was living in the jungle. And Best reality show ever is AJ going through that experience and what he would say. Oh. It would be one episode. It would be done. <laughs> it would be, be, like, be the best episode <laughs> ever. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the coach. mic, and it would be incredible. <laughs> and in handcuffs. would be like, you, you on the team, you're fired. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. You, the GM, go, go over to that tire. You'll fall in it. Yeah. You'll never come back out. Like, he would just go down the line. I, I came up with the twins. Now, y'all laugh about this, but. The twins were, I mean, they weren't like that. But we had our minor league coordinator was a guy named Larry Corrigan. In our, my first destructional league I went to, he, he said destructional league, not instructional. Because yeah, he destroyed us that. all. He destroyed us all, okay? He taught, he had first, first day, and we had all already played a full season, most of us. First day of destructional league, this is how you get dressed. Oh, yeah. And he taught you how to put your socks on, how to put your <laughs> uniform on, Okay. Then if you took the field and you didn't take the field exactly perfect, run back back off the field, boys. <laughs> take the field again. And oh he'd do this constantly. God. We'd be no. playing another team. He'd stop the game. This is like we're playing the Orioles. He'd be like, <laughs> nope, left fielder. And he'd yeah. walk out to second base and have a conversation with our left fielder during the game. The other team's out there like, it's yeah. so hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just stop. The Pirates would give you a – they would give you a printout of what your locker needed to look like, where your seat needed to be upside down on top of the locker, and if it wasn't like that, $25 fine. Your room had to be a certain way, $25 fine. You had to, like, there were certain ways that you had to wear, obviously, socks up, that kind of thing. I heard the, I heard the twins, if you got an extra shirt, you had to pay for, they billed you for oh. your extra shirt. The old, the old equipment guy got fired. He can you imagine when I first that? signed, yeah. the old equipment that's guy got fired because he, the GM, Terry Ryan's like, I need a pair of shorts to go running. He's like, that's 20 bucks. They would the charge GM. <laughs> they would charge you from the GM. I had heard that from Jason Phillips' brother. And then if Kyle you ask Phillips. me, like, hey, can you do this one extra thing for us? Okay. What one extra thing? I'm saying, like, if you're with the team and they're like, hey, we need you to, like, speak to this group of sponsors or this, this is before or that, that ever. That stuff didn't that. exist? No, also, that stuff didn't happen. If I'm, a, if I'm, like, <laughs> it was if, like, McCutcheon or one of those dudes that had pretty good money on, on the Pirates, I'd just be, like, 100 grand check, put F-U on it and say, from the whole team, no rules, fuck off. You're so no. noble with Stop other people's money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Like we I were, think him. about this. When I, when I came up with the Twins – you couldn't wear Oakleys, like only flip downs. Yep. Yeah. You could only wear flip yeah. downs. That's just I, so we had our such in, we, false and then, hustle. How about this one? We played in the Metrodome, and this is when fleeces first came out, like the yeah. fleece coats. They wouldn't buy them yep. because they say you play inside in the Metrodome, you don't need them, it never gets cold. We're like, well, we want like some to cut off so we can wear it. We don't have to wear our BP tops every day. Mike Fetters bought the whole team fleeces for a year because the team wouldn't buy them. So he went to Majestic, or I think Majestic made it, and said, I want to buy it. And he got everyone's size, and he bought everybody. This is a player. He bought everyone the fleeces Jesus. because the team wouldn't buy, buy him. It's tough to be an owner, you know? Like, it's tough owning a billion, <laughs> multi-billion dollar entity. <laughs>
Foul Territory is going to have the same sketch the second half of the season. You can catch us live 1 to 3 Eastern. We're on Stadium, and everything goes up on our Foul Territory YouTube channel. The podcast, multiple pods for you per day, reactions to everything from the night before, and all of your guest interviews up there for you as well. One more big thank you to everyone in Seattle for hooking us up, helping us out, the Players House hosting us for most of our shows, the foul territory production team behind the scenes superstar squad and it is not the world's largest roster right now but Hustle. each person takes like the job of 10 in some other places so just throwing that out there hope you enjoyed all the all-star festivities we'll see you on the next ft live Hey, FT Live fam, if you're new to the party on the BetMGM Sports app, enter the promo code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for up to $1,000 back if your first bet loses. It's simple. Ready? Download the BetMGM Sports app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit into your newly created account. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Gotta use the bonus code, FOUL.